Hello. Good evening. I am your girl, your diva, Sasha, coming into you live for another episode of Night Talks with Sasha. So, first off, my voice is going to sound a little eh tonight, so bear with me. I, um, I've been sick. I was diagnosed as having, um, COVID. And so, and, um, it seems like I had COVID and maybe an upper respiratory infection. They just don't know. A girl was sick. Okay. That's just it. I was sick. So my voice is still not at a hundred percent. Well, we doing it. We on here. We working. Okay. Okay. So, I hope that you had a wonderful week. I hope that um, you got an opportunity to go out and enjoy the sunshine that we had, especially if you were in Georgia. We had some really beautiful warm days. Spring is on the horizon. Yes, I'm ready. I am so ready um okay now here's the thing i got a little housekeeping that i need to take care of okay and then we're going to get into tonight's show i'm going to introduce my guests and then we're we're going to be set so bear with me okay so coming up in march sasha the certifiable diva is going to be interviewed Yes, your girl is going to be interviewed. It's a no holes barred, whatever you call it. Like, you can ask me anything. I'm going to be asked anything and everything um, by a couple of ladies on my platform here on my show. And um, it's going to be an update, an update on life after um, Max Rice. Um, it has been two years since my partner in life and in business transitioned. And so, um, it's an update. And so, we're going to talk about what it's been like and how I've made it through and all that good stuff. So, look for that show. It's going to happen in March. Also in March, I'm going to have um, the juiciest peach of them all, Miss Unique. She's coming back from the the creator of the Juicy Peaches. She has some really awesome stuff that's going to happen this year, this summer, in June. And so it's going to be the first. Listen, bring your ear to the phone. Come here. Come here. You, come here, listen. There's going to be a super size, yes, an SS super size BBW Expo for us, by us, in Atlanta, Georgia. So, um, get your ticket, get your mama, get your cousin, get your auntie, and bring y'all asses on, okay? Come on. This is going to be in June. You got a little time. 
This is the end of February. We're rolling into March. Bring that ass. Come on. And I'm going to give you a little tidbit. I, I might get in trouble. So if y'all don't hear and I get cussed out and y'all heard about Sasha got cussed out, then you know why. Okay? Because I'm, I'm going to. I'm I'm gonna hook y'all. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a reason to bring your ass to Georgia and come on out. Okay. Okay. Big back coming. Y'all know who Big Back is. Pretty fat girl. But you didn't hear that from me. You didn't hear that from me. You didn't hear that from me. Cause I am not the one to gossip or talk. You ain't hear that from me. Bring your ass. Come on. Anyway. So Unique is coming on the show. She's probably going to come down when she get on here. But I had to let y'all, I couldn't hold it. I'm known for not holding water. Like, come on. I, I, I've done. Bring your ass. Just come on. She going to be on the show in March talking about the butterfly ball. You never went to a prom. You didn't go to your prom in high school. You want a reason to dress up. You want a reason to come out with your big back and put on some black tie event clothes and stuff. You want a reason to go shopping. You need a reason to go down there to Charlotte, North Carolina and talk to um old girl goddess that's with the dresses and the proms and all that. Baby. Come on. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Bring your ass. She gonna talk about it. I love y'all. So I'm giving y'all a little update. But I'm probably getting in trouble. I ain't gonna say no more. Moving on. That's it. Those are the biggest announcements that I have. For right now. Um, also, the men's show is still going to happen in June. Listen, ladies, if I got a hose in my mouth, so y'all bear with me, my throat. Ladies, if you want to ask men questions and you want to get them in a room and they can't go nowhere. And you want to ask them some stuff that's been on the tip of your tongue. Like, why do they have to all the time adjust themselves? If you want to ask stuff like that, why they always got to touch their private? Is it because they think it's going to be gone? Are they detaching it? What's going on with it? If you have questions like that that you want to ask them, I'm just giving you an example. Send them to me. Or if you don't want to send it to me, call in because it's happening in June. Men, if you want to talk, look, I'm I'm good. Like, y'all, y'all safe with me. I'm not gonna be all up in your business. I'm not gonna put you on the spot. That's not how that's not how I operate. I'm not like that. So give me an opportunity. Give me a chance. Come and talk to me. Come on. Let's let's talk. I want y'all to have a platform where you can say 
about talk about anything that you want to talk about and there's no one that's going to critique you judge you oh no you wrong for that none of that it's your time so come and talk to Sasha the Diva I love men that didn't come out right but you know what I'm saying okay so that's that now let's get into the meat I don't get y'all some sides let's get into the meat okay so first of all let me introduce my guest the CEO the editor Ms. Deidre Gibbs baby we waiting yeah. for a particular person Hello, Miss Deidre. How you going? Hey, I'm good. I'm laughing at you already. Uh, I'm good. Ah, don't be laughing at me. <laughs> Girl, you don't like come up and meet. No, something. I'm like, that was worse than the first one. <laughs> Get that? Well, you know. I'm like, oh, Lord, this is going to be so fun. Yes, it's going to be one of those nights. It's going. I can already feel it in the atmosphere. You already know where my mind is. Yes, you, I'm, I know, girl. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I, I, as soon as they, as soon as they pop on, if they pop on, it's yours. I'm not even gonna touch it. I'm. I'm not even gonna touch it. It's for you. And those that have been hearing my voice before, you know what we're talking about. Yes. Hi, Joe. Joe, if you're listening, call in. Call in, Joe. We want to talk to you. We want to ask you about your red flags. We want to we want to talk about your red flags, your green flags. If you have a blue or pink or white, I was gonna say we had a flag. Did you know that there were all those types of flags when it comes to relationships, Deidre? Oh no, definitely. I had no idea. There is there is even a pink flag. Mm-hmm. And there. everyone has its own meaning. I'm like, y'all doing too much. No. That's just that just means that there is something for everyone. There's no making sure that, that no one is left out. Everybody can be heard and seen and represented. Okay. It's just learning it. I got you. I, I can agree with that. I can I can I'm with you on that. We okay. I got you. So yeah. that that leads into the meat. Okay. Red flag. Yeah, we're gonna talk about I mean and and did you did you listen to the did you listen to the fifty part of Tisa uh of Risa Tisa? Did you listen to it? Um, I'm gonna <laughs> say no. I read it. And when I got to a certain part and I'm gonna explain why when I got to a certain part, I stopped because that was on a level that was just that was on a level to where I no. Before Uh-oh. she went to answer him, I'm like, girl. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I got some more gist of it. I already, because like I said, I kind of already knew stuff about it even before she got put her parts out there. But yeah. I knew about this, those types of situations. 
Yeah. But, yeah, her situation, cool, yeah, who, yeah. I, I, I'm going to wait till we get fully into it before I speak. Before, okay. I'm going to do both sides. Okay. Let's, let's, let's pace ourselves. Uh-huh. That's some juicy topics. You do have a lot of juicy ones. Yeah, and, and we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Beyonce. I just hope the beehive don't come for me. No, because I mean, some well, depends. No matter what, supportive. I'm like, I'm not not really big into country, but yeah. the fact that she can go into that genre, that's all. Yeah. That's even better. That's that's a Black History moment for me. That's, uh, thank you. That's what I said. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I said. I looked at it from that point of view. It's a black yes. history moment. She's not the first black person to do country. There's been plenty yep. others back when, well, we can always say, where a lot of these people who, back when, they, when the TV got formed, they got that music from a black person, but they just, they will be able to be presented by white folks. She. Yep. On the other hand, knowing it's a black artist, because her music has been controversial for when she did the piece about in Los, in Louisiana, and next thing you know, up, oh, she's going against the police. No, police, bad police put themselves out there, not her music. Yep. She, so her let's doing, just, doing a country song? It, yeah, let's you know, just start and talk about it. It was not surprising because if you remember, look, go back to when they went against their own. Think about Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift started country. She was in country, and she went into pop. Exactly. And that was when she was getting more known pop in pop music, and she was still trying to do country. Country right. abandoned her because that they didn't like it because, you know, she was because they, they didn't like her music. Well, guess yeah. what? A lot of people probably didn't like yours either. But you, but you wanted to nitpick about who you're in. So now you have this multi-billion, boy, y'all can't even touch her, and you can't get her back. Mm-mm. Technically, you can't. What gets can me, though, is. She will not be at, she won't go to Nashville. No. She will not be, she will not perform at the Grand Ole Opry, no matter how no. much you try to eat and try to come in there. Cause y'all, no. Because of the way, because of the way people dissed her. Well, and, but then what gets me is, okay, let's just talk about the the racist undertones and things. It's, Have it's you heard? Yeah, yeah I, but, know the, I know about the fool and he's getting, a, and he's getting all the slack, not even from the beehives, but even from his country folks. It's like those racist tones are supposed to be put back under undertone. You put yourself mm-hmm. out there. You don't have it. You don't have that support system like you used to. No, nope. because everybody is out there to the point where no, that is they can't they can't stand for it because everything is always out in the open. There's too many. Mm-hmm. There's too many cameras on the phones. There's too many this where they can record and do all stuff. So you can't be as open mouth, closed minded like you used to. These are a new times. And, and also, it, it is a new time. It is a new time, but at the same time, it's yeah, still that, an that old time. Is gonna, that mentality is still going to be there. It's never yeah. going to go away as much as we no. want it to. And the reality no. of it is it's always going to be around. Yes, most but definitely. In the same breath, as much as we know it's going to be around, 
this generation of people, especially black people of different cultures, we ain't as shy like we thought we were back then. Now no. it's a whole different group of generations of, as, of attitudes. And as they, they say, we are not our ancestors. We are not our yeah. ancestors. We, yeah. No, we, that, these generations, you're going to try to step, say something about negative about their grandmama, they stepping up. They're not going to stand behind and let mm-hmm. you talk stress. They're going to mm-hmm. be in your face. So yeah. that, that mentality is, is different now. Yeah. And but now you, let's that's talk why, about that's why gonna do things from a distance. But they don't have that they don't have that uh opportunity like they used to. Yeah. Let's talk about how black people are perceiving the Beyonce's uh country music thing. Some yeah. Really taking really taking it in. Because if you're a true fan, you know just like I I love Usher. Even yeah. even before the Super Bowl, but when Usher when he came out with the with the album that had the Moving Mountains, he got a lot of slack because he grew up in it. the the record mm-hmm. grew up with him as life did. Mm-hmm. A person if you want to if you're a true fan of an artist, you're mm-hmm. going to go through those changes with them. They're not going to stay in that little bubble that that caught your attention. You either yeah. like some of their stuff or you don't like it. But you know that they're growing, and if that's going to be something that you like, if you're a fan. And she's not. She's not doing nothing out of, she's not doing nothing out of, what's the one that she did with Lady Gaga? Because the telephone. Yeah, telephone. One thing that that boots and all that. But I think that, it's that just. I think it's the fact they were shooting off. So, but even but the way that and I say that that particular scene because the way that they were singing the song during that scene, it was western. It wasn't just okay. like oh they, they were just playing. It was the way that they the way that they were singing the, the lyrics. It was it was to me it came off in a western undertone. So it wasn't just the costume. They there. The way that sung that part matched the, matched the visual. And I think a lot of, I have seen some people have said mm-hmm. that uh, Beyonce is being greedy. I've seen that on social media the other day. She, she just wants to, she's like anybody, even me. I'm like, every, we can do a lot of things in life, but it's not, it's, I shouldn't be put down because I know I deserve something because I know what I put out there. Mm-hmm. She's put out a lot of stuff out there. She's mm-hmm. put out. She's made many accomplishments, but you you hold back the one accomplishment that has that has to be earned by gaining all these things. She's already done them more than once, but you want to keep holding back that one thing. It's like you're gonna keep her in place. That's the issue. Well, I also think that because as I found out, and the deal it's not really the it's not a fan base issue; it's a record label issue. Because I think it's they, both. No, but when it comes to making the final decision, it's record label. Yeah, it is because they because they make from what I'm understanding, they make the final decision to you know to who for that nomination. So mm-hmm. that's where. For me, it's more okay. She's always gonna she's gonna be 
Beyonce. No matter what, just like there's Celine and Cher, she's always going to be that that artist. Mm-hmm. But why hold back? Why can't she be that artist that got everything she deserves? Well, I don't think that she has. And let's just even even be fair. Even if she never gets it, why should she have to be have to keep her mouth closed to say that it disappoints her? That she didn't have to do that. Because that's why a lot of people were saying, oh, the, she, you know, that she shouldn't say that she, that she didn't get something. It's okay to be disappointed. You, if you put in the work for something and you don't get it, okay, that first time or second time, but every time. Yeah. Yes, it's okay, it's okay to be disappointed. Why, why does she have to keep her mouth closed? Well, you that's no different than what they did to... That's no different than what they did to Angela Bassett when Angela Bassett oh, didn't win. And you know what happened with Angela Bassett when she didn't get it? Who came out there and like, Mama, we got you? Mm-hmm. There, there's not gonna be nobody that's gonna be shushing her down the world. Like, okay, she should have, she should hide her emotions. There's no reason yeah. for that. Why? It's not. Why? That Mel Street never yeah. never hid her emotions when and, she but, oh yeah she did she didn't win. but they they just cut the camera but even she even but she goes on record as saying yes she was mm-hmm. um but they won't do that but they will but see and that right there why you take the camera off the white woman but then but you said it you got it it's my dad in the black woman's face like she's she gonna say something see she's so bloody she's ungrateful she's all this all this and they say and i'm like let you work your butt off for i don't know how many years do your whole career mm-hmm. it, the one award that you know you don't even need other people to tell you you should that you deserve it you know you've earned it not deserved it. You earned it, mm-hmm. and you constantly and they constantly hold it back from you. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be upset, and sometimes yes, I'm a, I might be. It depending on the mood. I might not. You know, I'll play my cool, but don't expect it to be every time, and don't expect my face to not show it. I'm like, no, that's just not right. I was in the, like I was in the medical field for over 20 years before I had to retire in it. Mm-hmm. Do you know, you say awards and trust things. I, that I got that I'm like, or did not, that didn't get. I'm like, if I can get that award for not beating a coworker's butt, I should get, that's all about. A lot of other things I should have gotten. <laughs> but I'm not like, okay, boo-hoo. But I know what I know what my worth is. I know what the work I've done, and I know what I deserved. I know when that was when you, when they needed a, a restraint with a with a certain patient because they didn't know what to do. I knew I was the one on the call, but I never got recognized for it. But I know that I knew that I knew I, my job was doing doing good because I'm the one you call, mm-hmm. and I'm the one that could do it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what that's one thing about society to a degree. You know, when something needs to be done or something you need, you know who to call. And you can keep doing that for so for so long, so that person is gonna stop picking up the phone because you're not as much as they're being there for you. You're you're not acknowledging it. 
It's like, okay, this one, this person is doing so-and-so. This person is doing this. This person is bringing you their all. They're doing this. This person made you this. This person does. And if you don't acknowledge their worth, their energy, their time, they eventually are going to cut it off. And then you'll be, then you'll be stuck. Yeah. I get you. Um, I, I hear you. And I agree. Yeah, that's why I'm like when people talk like, "Oh, she's like ungrateful." What was she ungrateful for? She done. Yeah, she got every word that that built up to where that is what you know. You have to get these awards to even measure up to even get that award to be eligible for that. There is a there is a expectation for us as black women. And there is an expectation. There is an expectation of us as Black women to um, always be grateful. Yeah, to be grateful. That's so old, and that's old school. Because I'm like, no. As you can tell, I will smile, but my mouth will run. Oh, um, yeah. Because I think you have a you have a right to, uh, and also. What people fail to realize is that um, everyone doesn't um, show their emotions the same way. I have a good resting bitch face. Like, I have a resting bitch face. And if you catch me at a certain time, then my resting bitch face will not be the friendliest. But that does not mean that I'm not celebrating or whatever yeah so oh, and and i'm the top and i'm kind of the same but different i my face it's like i can say one thing but my face will show up totally because i could be saying i'm fine and my face will be looking like girl quit lying and it, yeah. it won't be true yeah that's why i tell everybody if you got something Ask me. Don't go by my facial expressions because my facial expressions got about four or five different other categories it could go under. Well, it doesn't lie. But, my face doesn't lie. So if I'm pleased, I'm pleased. If I'm not, I'm not. If I'm happy, I'm happy. But there, but my face is prone. So even when I'm happy, it will be straight face. Mm-hmm. And you, to the point, because I'm, I'm like I'm used to judging, and I mean like like on a judging. Like giving scales one to ten, you know, giving. So I have to keep a straight face. So even if I'm liking something and it's, I can't let it show. So you keep. So that's why, like, I people will be wondering, okay, did she, did she did she hate that? Cause she looked like she wasn't paid. I'm like, no, I enjoyed it. I'm like, girl, I want to film the show. She with you. Yeah. You know, people but, have that. Yeah, but that mentality is just to me that goes with people with the with the racist undertones. That was back in the time and the days. We I'll even go into the eighties where you know it was more susceptible. It's not it's not there. It, it's like that that freedom for when when a woman can release go out without wearing a bra. If we have that freedom mm-hmm. to a point where we can be ourselves, it doesn't matter. If you accept it, I have. I accept me first. Now, it doesn't mean, okay, I'm going to go disrespect you because I feel like I can. 
No, but I can be myself if I want to wear a fro, if I want to wear my hair curly, if I want to do this, if I want to stay fat, if I want to be thin, if I want to be what. It's my choice. I'm not trying to live up to your standards to what you think I'm going to be me. And that even includes with whatever gift and talent I have. Well, okay. I get that. Can you tell I was ready for this for this episode? Yeah, you 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 ready? Yeah, you ready? Um, but I want to go to the point of <clears throat> I want to talk about the relevance of Beyonce doing country music now, and 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 people hating on the fact that. A lot of people have said that it's not really country music, that the song is not country. It's coming from an R&B artist. Yeah. If Um, if it's coming from an R&B artist, you know, let's put it this way. If somebody don't want you in their group, they're going to nitpick everything they can and talk down about everything they can to make it seem like trying to be like the mean girls. They're just going to talk down about whatever. Guess what? It's country. It's good. I like the song. I like it. I've only heard parts. Yeah, I like it too, and I've only heard parts of it. But I also know know that by any means, if you're coming from a different genre and you start sliding into another, even if it's just a temporary like I'm just gonna make a country album, and you know, but you, but you know, your majority R&B. There's gonna be a whole lot of noise. They're gonna, yeah. gonna, and you, there's gonna be a lot of uproar. But I'm like, I praise her for the simple fact you did it in February. You did it in Black History Month when we got an extra day. I'm like, you go, girl. I agree with that, and I think a lot of people are missing the fact that there is a historical connotation yes. behind it. Because, because that's the same fact that all you... Is, all that main focus is if they talk about the racist undertone and the fact that an RB artist is doing the country. So it's like, okay, let's talk about those things and so, so that way you, it'll go under the radar. Well, I don't think it's Good just degree. that. I think that I think the reason that people are talking about the, the racial undertones is because white country radio and white country music artists some of them have made it racist so if you make it racist and you talk about it in that context then that's what we're going to concentrate on um unfortunately some of there's how can i say it it's a saying that i remember years ago i can't remember if it was my mom or somebody else that's on you you sell yourself for a buck there's mm-hmm. plenty of people that's good. But when you sell your soul for for a soul, you get a blessing. A lot of people and a lot of artists, and that's and I I can say from independent artists and I can automatically assume the uh mainstream. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of them that will go, you know, to be controversial. Because that'll get them noticed more if they do go controversial. Mm-hmm. So a lot, now a lot of people. So a lot. I can, I can only imagine how many 
will put up with all the negativity and the clap back and the latching on because all they know, all I got to do is once all the stuff starts out, they got to do that public apology, make their little post, and it's like, okay, they'll get a little heat, but with those labels and whatever, okay, to get to get that focus changed. Because, mm-hmm. yes, because if she puts out, if and if it's good and if it makes, you know, if it stays on certain, like, tracks on levels and it's keeping streams and all that stuff, they're going to have to acknowledge it more than mm-hmm. and more. And they're not going to want to do that. Mm-mm. And that's not just, and that's going with the record label, not the, not these other artists. These are the labels that's not going to want to do it. Because to a degree, she's got, you know, I don't think a lot of record labels have, I don't think a lot of record labels have the issue. I think that it's more of the country music. Radio stations? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, no, I'm not going to say no. It's just no. That that is deep in record labels. That that's no. That's deep in there. It's not just like oh, in certain aspects. No, it's it's in there as well. Okay. Even with, even with R and B, even you can, it's oh, that's yeah. deep in there. Even with R and B artists and doing stuff, it does. It's there. Those undertones, sometimes it's not even undertones. Yeah. Okay. I can I can see that. I can respect that. Um, yeah. Okay. But I when it comes to yeah, because when it comes to music, and I and the reason why I'm saying it is from mm-hmm. when when my magazine was doing was on paper. I dealt mm-hmm. with a lot of labels. Okay. And so you got the first hand experience. Yeah, so yeah, so all the crap that they would go through and then it was like now I see why they want to, why they tried to be independent because of all the crap that they would do. Because they just like they gotta give what the white people want. Not what they can't you know, they have to focus on the white on the white people music. They can't even though it's an R and B music. Like, mm-hmm. they, so it's there. And it's the crazy part for them is like, and it's coming from black. These are black executives. These are you. So you expect mm-hmm. to be different. I'm like, but they gotta pay. They gotta pay their bills. Mm-hmm. And the person that pays their well, bills is not that same. So, well, this world is. This world is geared toward. This world. Wait a minute. This world oh, is geared toward and um, set. For the white gays, anyway. So you have to, if it's not white certified or backed, or I mean, you can even say that with different, with some black businesses where you don't really know if it's it's if it's a black business, if it's black owned or white owned, because there are certain instances where. If it's just, if it has a white face on it, then nine times out of ten, it's going to do better, and not just with the, not just with white people, but with some black people as well. So, yeah, that's true. Um, that's very true. 
So this world is is geared toward that. So I'm not. It's not surprising that um, you have music executives and um, whomever executives, whatever in entertainment, where they are more concerned about the white gays because at the end of the day. Um, like with rap music, um, mm-hmm. more rap music was bought or is bought by kids that live out in the suburbs than necessarily the inner city children, kids, black people. Most kids out in the suburbs are buying the the rap and the gangster rap and and all of that. So it's 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 geared toward that, and you have to at a certain point, that is your base. And that's who you have to, if you want to make it, that's who you have to appeal to. Yeah, for a long time, yes. And to a certain degree, it's still that way. But Mm -hmm. that's why I think to a certain level, Mm -hmm. independence has made such breakthrough. In that, mm-hmm. because a lot of artists now, when they've gotten started, because they who became popular and mainstream, they were in, they were independent artists. Yeah, and they cut they cut through that. So that's why, like, I'm always like, I'm always going for the underdog. I'm always, but yeah, and I support un, uh, support independent artists because mm-hmm. they go they're going through all that red tape. They're going through all those those unnecessary headaches and hassles. They can put it out to who they want, whoever wants to hear them, not just certain genres. Because that's exactly. like, prime example, this is over Destiny Child. Now, say well, after they broke, you know, when they they went their separate ways, like we hear Beyonce, like here in Houston, we hear Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. That's all that's playing on the radio. Mm-hmm. But when you, in California, it's not a lot of Beyonce. It's a lot of Kelly Rowland. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't even hear two or three. You don't even hear two or three or three songs even know that she made an album. Yep. But you, that's what I say. It goes with certain genres. But it's like because when you flip it, it's like because I had a military friend. He was stationed there. He's like, oh, he kept hearing with Kelly. I'm like, bro, I think I've only heard one, and it was one because I was listening to Pandora. Pandora. Uh-huh. They go, they, so it's like to a certain way that it's just, it goes different. It goes to where they think, where they think that they can sell it. Mm-hmm. But because when, then when started doing, when she started doing more, more stuff, it's like, okay, oh, now we can spread her out more because I think we, we they think they can get more for it. I'm like, she's showing you, she did more. She moved on acting. Well, I think. She moved on, moved on with acting to where. She can still get her music and her stuff out in other farms. Um, yes and no. To a degree, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's always a that's always a negative to the form to any to yeah, any role. It is. But it is. there was there was some breakthroughs through that. It was. And I think that Kelly, um, 
Kelly Rowland is never going to really come off under Beyonce's spotlight. At the music that she was doing, it was different from Beyonce. It is. It's not from being underneath her. She was doing her own path. That's why how they knew Michelle went into gospel. We knew she was going to go back to gospel. Okay. I I, I agree, but I disagree. I agree with Mm -hmm. you, but I disagree with you. Because Kelly Rowland she she does not necessarily she personally may not look at she's under Beyonce but career wise she is and that is one of the reasons why here in the career wise in the state Beyonce Beyonce is nation is worldwide let's just put that out there but there's a certain set of of listeners and there's a certain set of people that enjoy Kelly Rowland and like her that was overseas. Kelly picked up a lot when Kelly went um overseas and was working for I forget the name of the show. It's like um America's Got Talent but it was Italy or Italian or something like that. She picked up a lot of traction and celebrity over there than she would have in this in this climate in the U.S. because but she was they're looking that's for, that's not only are they looking for a, not only is Beyonce a, they're looking for her as an artist, but they're looking for her as a color-wise. Okay, this is how I see when it comes to Beyonce and Kelly. Beyonce puts out way more albums than Kelly. That's why I'm asking, like, when you're saying career-wise in music, or what? because music, Beyonce puts out more, so Beyonce's name is going to be out there more. Kelly, Ooh. when she does, when she did put out her music, Remember, they put him. They put it in different areas, not just different states here in the U.S. Even abroad. But when you think about movie, Beyonce did, did two, maybe a, a, less than a handful, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Kelly had, is, I can think of over ten. Kelly put more into movies, so. That when I go, when, that's why I'm saying about when it comes to their careers, it's different. Yes, we will always know Beyonce. Beyonce put majority of her of her category of work is music, producing, writing. Those are the her main things. Yes, she dabbled in acting in other aspects. Kelly, music, but more, but the the list is different. So, so for me, the career when I talk about careers, it's not to, it's not on an even level playing because it's like if you're going by music, okay, Beyonce got put out more music than anybody than all of them. So yeah, I'm not so talking about just music. I'm, I'm not. Saying, no, I'm not saying, talking I'm about saying, just music. I know um, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Okay, she puts that, but that's majority of when it comes to her career. It's music. 
She has she puts all the things. So it's like that that span is yeah, on a different it's like they could that it's like talk, comparing peas and oranges. Because they're, they're they have some similar things as that because they were in a group together and they both put out music but for me it's different because Kelly, I'm not more seeing her from doing movies. I'm mm-hmm. from seeing from doing other shows because like how she did the Got, Got Talent, she's also been for been on The Voice. I don't know how many times, but mm-hmm. for different. So she's more spread out in different aspects. Mm-hmm. But of course, to me, it doesn't make that Beyonce's career is like outshines hers because unlike if it was just music, yeah, it's not. Because it's Beyonce's not about music. her just. It's not about her just outshining. You have to find your niche. You have to find your niche. And that is Kelly's niche because at this point, and she had to go because, okay. We're coming, okay. we're, we're going on the same thing, but we're just coming. Yeah, but it's just a different. Yeah. It's a different yeah. way different of. They, they have different niches, so it's like comparing one niche to another, and they're different. Yeah. But is even though you have your niche, you still have to separate yourself from somebody else. Kelly is always going to have to try to separate herself from no, she the limelight. Okay. To me, I think that's, that's long. In the beginning, I, will, I get that. She did have to go through that phase because it was like when it comes to she was the she was part of the original before all these extras came in. So she had so in the beginning, she did have to go through that. That's not a factor, but she's been past that mess. Because okay. Nobody's asking or putting her in, in movies to where it's like, okay, oh, i got to be in this homework film, but it's got to be kind of like to where i got to sing, you know, come out looking, you know, with the curly hair and doing all this kind of crazy stuff, trying to, you know, do something like where it was like what Beyonce, now, what it's, it's, like Beyonce did. It's not even about that. It's the simple no, fact that like, when so you see Kelly Rowland and Kelly okay. Rowland is interviewing and they're talking to Kelly Rowland about what Kelly Rowland does, Kelly Rowland then has to always, it never fails, that they're going to ask her a question about Beyonce. It never fails. When are y'all going to get together? When are y'all going to reunite? Are y'all going to do this? She's never really going to separate herself completely away from Beyonce. No no, let me let me finish. Part of her DNA when it comes to entertainment, she was part of one of the wor- top-rated female duo uh, groups. So yes, and they know even as long as the they've been gone and doing their separate things, they know that everybody knows that they still close. They you know her children play with her the, her children, all, all those kind of things. So yeah, will there always be yes. Yeah. Talking about, you know, talk about Beyonce, sure. That would, that would be simple. But when it comes to her work, most of the time now, if every, anytime I see an interview, 
it's on a personal level. It's not talking about her body of work. When it comes to when it comes down to talking about work, it's on Kelly because Kelly put in the work to where, okay, I do this. I'm a lifetime. I've done, the, I've done Hallmark. I've done, you know, I'm doing this one now. She's doing this one with Tyler. She's, she's putting in the work to where she's, she's part, yes, yes, she will always be part of Destiny Child. But just because, that's just like when it was Diana Ross and Springs, the Supremes, you know, home chicken, what was the, uh, what's the, what was the name of that restaurant? Because they have one here. Unfortunately, they had to shut everything down because Uncle killed, you know, hired a hitman and killed a nephew. Yeah. But, <laughs> but no, but it was like, it's because it was on, it was on, I mean, I want to say it was in um, St. Louis, but she was part um. of the Supreme. Oh yeah, she was. I want to say she was part of the Supreme, not Supreme, but she was behind with with Tina Turner. No, that, if you're she talking was, about if you're talking yeah, about Miss Wabi, she wasn't yeah. part of the Supreme. She was you, part yeah, she was of the I get. But yeah, the I get. The people still, even when that when that show, the people still talked about the I get, but they were there for her for her and her food. Then I'm like when you when you put yourself get yourself to a point to where you're when you have that status at any point in time of your life and people still remember it, yes, that's just like that's the credit work. You you put you put in that work. People are gonna remember that. Is that all that is is for that person? Nope. There's more there's more to it. Yes, Kelly will, will always be part of that member of Destiny's Child, but she will always be asked about Beyonce because that's her sister. They've always said they've been extremely close. Even when she comes to things, they were always there for each other. They they made that, that no secret. But when it goes off the personal level, they are doing they are on opposite ends. That's mm-hmm. how I see it. And I disagree. So I know. And that's okay. I think that uh, Kelly is is making her own name, but she's having to do. She's made her own way. I'm not saying that she hasn't, and I I think that's what you think that I'm saying, but I'm not. No, I, no, um, I don't think you're I'm not saying that she, that she has not. Is made her own way, like, but she, she has had to go. How she got started. Okay, so wait I'm a minute. Like, can I? I will let you finish. Yeah, can I finish? Yeah, I should say go Okay, thank you. So, uh-huh. um, Kelly has made her own name, and she has made her own way. Of course, she has done that, and I'm not negating that at all. That's what she has done, but she has had to do it and and maneuver and move herself um, in a process that has taken longer and gone a different route, not necessarily musically, but she's, you, you look at it and she's on these shows but yet and still she's not getting these and she's not getting them in america 
So, and for her to get her her claim to fame, she had to step outside of where she was, where she lived, in order to get that. To me, that signifies that you have more of a branding, and you are, and your team is saying we're going to just separate you, not just musically, tannily, or whatever, but globally. And we're going to put you over here so that you can garner a name for yourself outside of the U.S. Because in the U.S., that's where, um, but that's my opinion. And that's all it is. It's not, 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 Yes, she has done work inside of the state, but she is also the majority of her work at one point in time was outside of the U.S. And now that it's like it's no different than any other less than any other celebrity when they go across the pond or wherever to play a sport. You have athletes; they're not they can't get on teams in the U.S. so they play basketball across the pond somewhere else and then they get their fame or whatever and they do what they do there and then sometimes sometimes they can come back and when they come back they come back with a, a level of celebrity that they did not necessarily have in the U.S. at the beginning and that's what I'm saying. Okay, my question is: If it was they get, had a celeb, a point of celebrity in a different country, how is the U.S. going to really know about it since it's in another country? Because a lot of because a lot of stuff that happens in unless it's like you get arrested or whatever, even American artists in other countries don't get not that acknowledgement unless it's some kind of effort. That's not always sure. But for the but for to, uh, being promoted and to be seen wise, a lot of times, yeah. Okay. Because because uh, it's like it took for Kobe Bryant, well, as talented as he was, and he was here. Yes, he started when he, you know he was in another country where he was from, and he was brought over, and he made his made his made a name for himself. He didn't have to. He didn't have to cross over. There's like the um, I can't think of the the brothers, the basketball players, where only two of them made it into the NBA. The third one, he went abroad, became back, and still remember. And he just he went independent, and from his independence, then got into the in NBA. Mm-hmm. I say when it when it comes to making your name, putting your name 
to get out there is promotion, and you cannot. It don't matter where you are because it can. You can yes, you can try to make your name in another country, but if you make it in other countries, don't expect like okay, that's gonna make a difference in the USA because when in reality your home base, if you're American. If you don't do it here, it don't matter where you where else you go. Because yeah, that's great, but nobody here's gonna recognize you. Nobody here's gonna be, be no. Okay, you did this over there because you can send them the videotape or send them uh, the link. But good luck in having somebody send it. Even if you had like you were on a sitcom and the sitcom ended. And you wanted to keep it going, but there was nothing here. So you start doing your comedy in different countries. And you, know, you were making a killing and stuff like that. But then you want to bring yourself back to the U.S. U.S. don't know nothing about what you were doing over there, no matter what. I'm like, because it, uh, this is, this unfortunately, for a lot of ways, the U.S. is the home base, no matter where you're from. That's why now it's at the point to where, we're seeing people from the Philippines, they're getting, they're being notarized. There's people from different ethnic, from China, all these different eth- people, they're leaving, they're not getting their name, they're not finally getting the acknowledgments of their, of their work and stuff until they came here. Even though they've been doing films and stuff in their country, they weren't getting they weren't getting that acknowledgement. They, it's not till you come to the U.S. So for Kelly Rowland even to to be able to go abroad, she has to have put out her something for them to even like. Oh, okay, I know her from from so and so, or they've seen her her work, not just because doing bills, bills, bills. Mm-hmm. So it's it's more from USA based. That's what I where I how I see it. But I think both that the same the same things, just different ways. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I think that it people from different um from different countries have some sort of of celebrities. It's almost like when you look at um, Indian uh, Bollywood, they mm-hmm. have their own they have their own set of of stat. Yes, that's that's what I was about to say. They have their yeah. own establishment, their own established celebrity, where they can then in some aspects come to the US and still bring some of that celebrity I mean it, it, for me I I think that some people think some people can have the ability to bring that celebrity that they have from another country because the way even though the US is a home base you can still know and still follow because that reminds me of the young guy that played basketball and he's Greek. Um, 
Oh, I know who you're he played. Huh? I think I know who you're talking about, but I can't say that name. Yeah, I can't say his last name either, but he has a Greek he has a Greek last name. And he was in school and he had a he played basketball in his, in Greece because that's where he was from, uh, where he was born, I should say. He was born there. And then because of the celebrity and the and the accomplishments that he got in Greece, he was then scouted for the NBA here in the U.S. I think his name was uh, Nanis or something like that. I can't remember what his name is. But even though someone may go across the pond or, or go to another country, the the thing about the U.S. now and because of links and the Internet, you have the ability to follow that person no matter where they are, no matter where they go and what they do. You still have the ability to follow that person. Now, if it were, if we lived in the time before, uh, like um, Josephine Baker, when she defected the U and defected from the U.S. and decided to become a French resident, then yeah, if we still lived in that time, but we don't. So even though you have the this. The U.S. can still be the home base, and you can still follow that celebrity wherever they are because I feel because of the Internet and because of the ability to see them across the Internet and anywhere else. And you have, you may not see everything that they do, but I have a better vision of it. I have seen video. Now, I never saw Kelly Rowland on the show American Got Talent or whatever it was when she was in Italy or wherever that was that she was at. But I have seen footage of it, and I was able to see her and follow that because of the Internet. So you have the ability now at one point in time, we didn't. Um, and if it wasn't that ability to know what other people were doing in other countries, you would not be able to get athletes from different countries would not be able to be scouted for the NBA and uh, the NFL and other other teams and other sports here in the U.S., and that's simply because someone somewhere has been able and had the ability to follow them and keep up with what they were doing at that time. Now, am I saying that Kelly Rowland got all of her fame from just, of course not. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is she had to separate herself to a certain extent. That is I think one of the reasons why she is focusing more on movies and, and television work than necessarily music, because at this point in time, she's getting more traction 
from that. So you're going to go where you're being fed. No one's really, you know, I look at Sierra, and I think, how in the world is she still making music? Why is she not on a runway? Because her fashion and those types of things, she gets a lot more traction, in my opinion, and like an asshole, everybody got opinion, than she does necessarily for her music. But somewhere, somebody is liking Sierra's music. And, yeah, and their brand deal. You know, so that's the thing. But I think that, you know, she, sometimes you, you have the ability with your celebrity to venture off into different categories. And I just felt like, and I look at Michelle from Destiny's Child, and Michelle, because of her own reasons and because of the genre of music that she went to, it's it's not expected for a person to have the same amount of fame or look at as for someone to have the same amount of fame and celebrity in the gospel area of entertainment when it comes to music as it would be for a Beyonce. And I I think that that's ridiculous because they can have that that celebrity and they can have that music um, to get that fame in from the secular world in the gospel. But yet again, going back to the topic at hand with Beyonce and her music, her country music, it's it's not expected. And it's and when you look at someone that goes from one avenue to another, a lot of times it's it's not expected. You're not supposed to do that. Stay over here. Stay where you are. I mean they did the same thing to Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish. When he went from pop rock um, to country music. Mm-hmm. They've done it to some of it. It's, like, it's, it's not a surprise. It's no. expected. Mm-hmm. I, I have to say, though, from a lot of the music on Beyonce's Renaissance, uh, album and this country song that she two songs that she has out I have more enjoyed the country music than I did a lot of the music from Renaissance because I'm not into house music that's not my that's not my bad yeah that's not my bad so everybody you know everybody has their own Exactly. That's, that's, that's the part of having variety. It it is the spice of life. It most definitely is. So we didn't get a chance to talk about red flags. I wanted to talk about red flags. I hear a lot of conversation about knowing and seeing and missing red flags. Um, yeah. And my conversation I wanted to have about was identifying because 
I think a lot of times people often miss red flags or read or read those red flags wrong is because sometimes yeah. they themselves don't have boundaries or the boundaries that they have are no they, longer fitting for them. And um, then I also think about, you know, not having the experience. Exactly. Because if, exactly. if you never experience it, that's where you get some leeway to where like, okay, but you can still sense, okay, this might not, this don't come off right. Mm-hmm. So this isn't my cup of tea. But, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. what are some of red flags that you learned from early, from the from early on in, in dating? Um, some of my red flags, um, I will be honest and admit that I have not had a lot of experiences with red flags because at the time I didn't know how to identify them because I didn't have mm-hmm. boundaries. No, okay. So, um, I didn't know what my boundaries were. Let me say that. I didn't know and I didn't put them in place. So now, at 46, (laughs) my red flags are um, inconsistency. I don't Mm -hmm. like a man that is inconsistent. That's a red flag for me. Um, I don't like a man that is, he demands all of my time. Like if, if I'm having a, a conversation and I don't text him back right when, at that time, to me, that's a red flag. And I must say that, He's and I know that I'm going to catch black for but I, this is how I feel. No, um, no, cause there, are, there are some people who, you know, that be that's why they have a friend clean. One of my red flags is um, men with children. Okay. <laughs> you just know um, that you're dating Paul a whole lot, but I'm like, okay. <laughs> Um, the reason that that's a red flag for me is because I have, and I have dealt with this in some situations where uh, some men had children with uh, another woman and mm-hmm. instead they did not cut that situation off. Um, they yeah, didn't have the... Yeah. I think for me when it deals with men with children... The age of the child, the ch- the children matters yes, because if you right. get involved with them and the child is a teenager, okay, there's been there's been a, a separation amount of time most of the time mm-hmm. if he's being upfront, mm-hmm. and I still have that. I believe you until you prove me wrong mentality. Yes. So it's not like oh, he has to come at me and just bring out the day. It's like I'm gonna believe you because you, you're taking the time to talk. Mm-hmm. But if you start your actions and your words don't match up, then I'm like, okay, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to a child's age, if they're a teenage, I'm like, fine. But if that child is like six months, I'm like, we gotta, you gotta be disclaimer. Yeah. What's going on there? Was it a mm-hmm. one nighter? Was it like, mm-hmm. uh, oops? 
was mm-hmm. like, you know, the explanation. Yeah, so and then that's, you, my, that's my thing when it comes to kids. Yeah, and also it's and and you run into a lot of situations now where um, people are co-parenting and they choose mm-hmm. to co-parent by living together. Yeah, it financially, you know, make it works for both. Yeah, but that's that's a mm. <laughs> uh-huh. that's it, it that's works kind for of both. A, and, and, but it's depending on how they do it because it's exactly. like when my one person is be like like they have like those the houses that's like two like that's apartments one is you know one next to, mm-hmm. next they next door to each other mm-hmm. mamas or whatever the kids daddies over there. They got their private life, whatever's whatever, vice versa mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just, just being close, being close, they close to each other, but not. I, and I, I think it's um, it's just in that situation, it's about being transparent. Mm-hmm. And you have to be transparent. Yeah, you have to be transparent, and you got to be open for. Yes. You have to you have to brace to brace yourself because mm-hmm. they're gonna if because you're gonna be putting yourself out there and vice versa something they're gonna be putting their stuff because it's like nobody's gonna want to date me because I have to I deal with this or I have mm-hmm. this crap I gotta deal with and so they mm-hmm. wouldn't and their crap might be less than what your crap would be mm-hmm. so it's that it's just being putting yourself out there yeah and in of uh, having having the ability to be vulnerable. But like I said, mm-hmm. I know that I'm I, I will catch a lot of flack from people mm-hmm. about the the men with children thing. Um but it's it's because well, of, of because other it's because, because you're not because you're not the only female that that's because just like when it comes to dating, it's like when it comes to like the stigma of dealing with you know big girls and skinny girls, you mm-hmm. like people want to deal with big girls because oh they think they easy that mm-hmm. you know they they will put up with less they will put put up less crap. Mm-hmm. No, they're saying yeah. women will, will don't like to deal with guys with kids. They're because one the baby baby mama the the relationship the, the kids the kid don't like me you gonna automatically pick the kid so it's like don't it's like all these scenarios and if the person knows that they're not up for those type of scenarios that's being mm-hmm. you're being honest and you're being upfront to where I'm like that's not gonna work for me so i'm not gonna put myself in a situation where yeah. i'm gonna put my get myself hurt you gonna get yourself hurt Exactly. Mm-hmm. I co-agree. No matter what you say, y'all. 
Yeah, and it you know there are a lot of people that are gonna have their, like you said, their opinions. But at the end of the day, what really matters is what works for me and the individual that I'm um, that I'm Mr. choosing <laughs> to date. Yeah. So um, one of my guess, it's like what's a what's a turn on or turn off for you when it comes to dating. Not just necessarily a red flag, but it kind of mm-hmm. is. But what's something that that you could be on a date? Say you're on a date, and y'all this is the first date, and you, you're doing the interview, you're going through the questions. What's one thing that they can say automatically? Date's over. Um, it's nothing really that a person could say. It's what oh. they do. Um, okay. And what that is, is um, talk, letting your phone ring. If your phone is ringing, just go ahead and answer it for me. That's a, mm-hmm. that's like, mm, okay. Because I'm going to put mine away. And I, unless you, it's because of children, your sick mama and daddy, or your job, why you can't put your phone on silence and put it away. I have a problem with that. Okay. That's one of my, my, (laughs) that's one of my pet peeves. I don't like people that have to always be on their phone constantly, especially at dinner when we're trying to have a conversation. I'm not even going to have mine out. Like, I'm going to put mine away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me? I know that, that I, I've had people look at me like, do you know what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. I know. Me? I know. When a guy asks me, when I, they ask me, do you have any kids? And I say no. And they're going, the one, they get overly excited like oh. they like they be the one that they ask the question why not we are done oh. yeah that is kind of, you know the one i don't this is the one thing that i why are you single what's wrong with you mm. no what you, you mean? have standards and you let them you are, and you're not downgrading that 90% of the time. But no, but no, there are, I, and I'm not, I take that back because I said 90, and it's not 90. Because there are, because there are, that's what we we did that, that's about maturity, that yeah. education. A lot of people don't, don't use it. So they get used, and then they scarred, and they, and they isolate. Mm-hmm. And that's why they single. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you t- instead of taking that time to realize why you got scarred, what mm-hmm. you, you know, yes, that person had a reason, but where did you have a hand in it? What did mm-hmm. you allow that you know that you normally wouldn't allow? Mm-hmm. You got to check yourself. You do. And, and you do. once you check yourself, you know what you're not. You know, when it comes to those type of situations, you know what you will and won't accept. But 
unfortunately, you gotta sometimes you gotta go through it to know that you never will go through it again. Exactly. Because Have you ever been love bombed before? I'm sorry. Go ahead, finish. Huh? I was asking, have you ever been love bombed before? Love bombed. I've never heard that phrase. Explain definition. Um, it's where a person usually it happens when a narcissist. Uh, usually a narcissist does it. They will uh-huh. be overly affectionate. Uh, sometimes they will um, give you a lot of gifts. They they just say everything. Well, no, I never I never got the gifts, but unfortunately, the hand grub. I'm like, if you don't get your hands off me, I swear I will break a finger. Yeah, I've dealt with those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I have been love bombed uh, once recently. I was love okay. bombed. It was my first. This is my first experience being love bombed, and I think that. Um, it happened because of the emotional place that I was in. And it uh-huh. wasn't like he gave, he didn't give me a lot of gifts. It wasn't that. He didn't um, buy me things, but he said, he said a lot of those things that I needed him to say. Yeah, he, he found me, a different route. Yeah, yeah. Instead of, he, yeah, um, he, he picked a different avenue. He went emotional. Yes, he did. He did. Um, because I think that he chose to go emotional because he realized in talking to me that I'm not a very materialistic person. Yeah, it wouldn't have um, worked. Uh-uh. And I'm not going to accept things from someone that I don't really know. But... I tell you one thing that he, um, one thing that he did that really got me, that just took me all the way in. He offered to take me and pick me up from chemo. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I got, I don't know if I, I could say if that was a narcissist or opportunist. That Both. I dealt with. And it wasn't, and it wasn't even a, like a romantic aspect. It was just he, just, you know, but he did, you, he did go through my emotions. It was more a uh, playing big brother role ah. when I was going through something, and it was mm-hmm. basically just playing me. Mhm. So I guess so. That's what I said. I don't know because it's like that could it could be a narcissist. But Norton mm-hmm. got his head chopped off. But it was more, but there was like more of an opportunist. Yeah, that I had to deal with. No, yeah. unfortunately, when it came to the guys that I dealt with growing up and learning, it was like I grew up having to deal with the ones. One was just like, why would you think I would put up with this? <laughs> to the point, are you serious? Oh. And this was my sarcastic mind back then, even as a teenager. And I didn't really start dating anybody till I was 19. Okay. And I'm just like, um, yeah. You do know I'm more, I'm more the adult in this end. Even I'm not even, I'm like, boy, please. Yeah. 
Because it's like, but I didn't have to deal deal with a lot of stuff to where, like, okay, they could get past, I guess, that armor until I got older. Uh Uh-huh. And when, but even when they would get past that level of armor, I'm like, you made it past round one. Uh Uh-huh. Like like Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Round two. Yeah. The like, tests, yeah, the tests are gonna keep. They're gonna get a little bit harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I usually do decent, but it wasn't for me. My thing was, I had a level of naiveness mm-hmm. because even though I didn't start dating till I was nineteen, I still was. I didn't socialize growing up. Yeah. To know the diff, to know a lot of differences, of mm-hmm. you know, a way people try to do things, and especially when it comes to when they're around you, from mm-hmm. when they're away from you. Yep. When they're around you being one way, and away when they're away from you, they they something else. Yep. So dealing with that aspect, that's where I had to learn. To where mm-hmm. I'm like, if you, I, well, that's why I like one of the things I'm like. I want somebody who can be themselves. I'm mm-hmm. like, don't try to come at me trying to be, you know, I know you want to be your, be your in your best behavior. Yeah. But in the same way, I, I just want to see your behavior. Yeah, be you. Don't don't put out the representative. That's what yeah. I call it. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm more of, because I'm a conversationist. That's why, like, I got I dumped one guy because I'm like, I, I thought he talked so much to what he told him, told him and stuff that he cheated. <laughs> and still to this day, he on my he be on my Facebook like like, and I'm like, nigga, I don't care about you. No. <sighs> yeah. I, I have I have stopped talking to someone recently. Um, uh-huh. As I've just started back trying to date, where uh-huh. he didn't know, I don't know, I don't know what it was. It was like pulling teeth to get him to talk to me. And if I have to do that, then I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna have a conversation with you. Like we don't, no. I'm not. If I have to try to make you talk to me, that's with anybody. If you want. Yeah. Because if they, because they'll try to make it seem like, like it's you. Yep. It's like oh, they was busy. Oh no, it don't. It's one thing to be in a room and you where it's loud, you can't talk. That's why you have text. That's why you have email. That's why you exactly. have all these other forms of communication. So exactly. For the come up with all this stuff, and you don't want to. We know you just just say you don't want to, or you're exactly. not taking it as serious as the other person. I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel the same way because I I tried and it would and I I don't like dry conversations and he would often have dry conversations where one word or oh I like dry conversations because that gets my brain going. Uh, it doesn't for me. Mm-mm. Because if you, because if especially if it's like first date or just like you got the nerves and all that kind of stuff going, yeah, like, 
your brain, it's like you have a brain freeze sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's like the stuff that you want to say and you can't get it out because because it is what it is. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we're going to work on, okay, we, if you want one word, we're going we, to do, do a game where I'm like, okay. And if you're not willing to to try to, to work on the communication, then you know this is a See you later. It was it was a nice, you know, it was a nice five minutes. I I I get bored easily, so if so I that means, that means you need somebody that's always up to do anything. Yes, and especially talking because I I love to talk. I love to talk. And if I have to through the whole conversation. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to talk to that person, especially um, a man. I'm not going to really talk to him. If I, I do if it, I'm the only I do one. Two strike rule. This, is, this is one thing I've learned. I do a two-strike rule. That's mm-hmm. dealing with guys or anything. I give you, instead of instead of doing three strikes, I do two. First mm-hmm. strike is the learning. And, it, I, and if I tell you that this is bothering me or this is not, that's something, like there's something that I don't appreciate or it makes mm-hmm. me uncomfortable or whatever. I I verbally express something to you mm-hmm. and you do it again. And depending and it seriously depending on on what it was, I'm not going to strike three. Mm-mm. You've already done two. And I'm okay. like so depending like I said, depending on what it was because for me, I don't express it's like I don't express it if something bugs me unless it really bugs me. Because otherwise, you just you just nitpicking. You're like nagging. Because I'm like this. I know there's plenty of things that I do that's like okay that could drive somebody off the wall. Yeah. So I'm like, but if so, I'm like if it's something I can deal with, I'm like I'm why, why mention it? Because I'm like it's just me. It is what it is. But if I mention it, not mean to cut you off, but that's a pink flag. I just learned that. Yeah, if if I mention it and you do it and you do it again, so Mm -hmm. you're not even taking into consideration what I'm saying or that it how it's affecting me. You want to go? Gotcha. Mm Mhm. Like no. I have developed a rule now since because I I am doing the internet dating, right? Uh-huh. Oh. And so if I make contact with a gentleman and he does not respond within 48 hours, I delete him. Okay, that's right. Mm-hmm. And no, I don't always expect, I, and I, if, I don't always expect a man to reach out to me because I know that that can be, you don't know what you're going into, you know? So yeah. I am not a Or when they, last time they were on, they were actually on it. Yeah, that's true too. But if you, if you're actively, I give people 48 hours. I don't, I think that that's, that's fair. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I think that's fair. And so if I don't hear from them, um, I 
I delete them. I just go on. Um, and, and I'm not one of those women. Excuse me. And I'm not one of those women that, you know how some women are, they wait for the man to ask yeah, them out and things like that. Yeah. If I, if I want to see a person, if I want to see I, a man, out there. yeah, I put it out there. Exactly. I think because I think that we as women sometimes um, we put a lot on a man and, and I think we forget that sometimes men, um, they're nervous to be too. Nervous. They, you know? That's why I'm yeah. like, I have no problem. I have no problem sending a guy flowers. I don't expect the guy to always send me flowers. I send no. flowers to the guy. Yeah. I've done that. And, and I'm like, okay, you pay for this this date. Guess the mm-hmm. next one, you take time. Yeah. If this is going to be a regular, I'm like, you know, yeah. I got you. It can always come out of your bank account. Exactly. Exactly. I, I believe in doing that as well. I think that that's, that's important because I think when you're when you're going on a date and you're getting to know somebody, it shouldn't always be beyond um, the guy. Yeah, it shouldn't always be. Now, I have had someone ask me out. Mhm. And they wanted to come to my house. It's the first time oh, no. that we're meeting. And oh. I'm like, Mm-mm. no. 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 Oh, and then they're like, you live by yourself? It's like, oh, good. I'm like, oh, no. Wow. This is the first time. I don't even said I was going to see you. Yeah. And I don't don't tell people that anymore either if I live where I live. I don't tell people where I live, and I, I really try not to tell people whether or not I live alone. Yeah. I'm like, I have a bed. I have a bed. Don't worry about it. I have a room. I sleep comfortably. I sleep comfortably. Exactly. I got a blanket. I got, I'm not going to That That has become a red flag for me as well, too, though. Because the last guy that I was with. Um, oh, you can tell, not to cut you off, but you can tell when they looking for a bed, somewhere to stay. Yeah. And though it comes off so freaking clear because especially when, even when you're not looking for it, they make mm-hmm. it very apparent. Mm-hmm. They are looking for somewhere to stay. They need mm-hmm. a roommate. Mm-hmm. They can't stay. They can't stay that where they at no more. Yep. Hobosexual. Oh boy. That's what those. That's what. <laughs> Call those homosexuals. <laughs> that's a good one because I was. That's not what I was thinking. But I'm like, damn, <laughs> she got that was that was a good one. Yeah, that's what that that's that's what homosexual. Yeah, yeah. Dang, I wish I never. I could have thought of that one. Yeah, it's a. It's a um. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Because soon as you said it, it's like I like from what four or five years ago, people popped up in my head. I'm like, damn, that's what he was. 
And it's, and you know, my thing is this. Ask me. Don't try to run game on me because you might catch me on a good day and I might yeah. be like, okay, how long? It's well, being, up, being you, upfront and honest. Yeah. Like, you, okay, you need a place, do you need a place to stay? Because when it's like, when it's winter time and it's cold, I have sympathy, and I'll be like, yeah. oh, okay, but if you, like, if no, you No, I, I know to... exactly what you're talking about, because I, ha- I had that scenario, and I'm just, and it was it was storming. Yeah. And it was somebody who I saw on a regular, you know, just like in the neighborhood, whatever, and I'm like, look, right now my apartment, but just hang out at my apartment until it, go- till it calms down, then you can head out. Yeah. Cool. Tell me why he's like he's talking like we're watching TV whatever. I'm like just just chill. You're good. You're, nobody's gonna attack you. Mhm. Then he was so after he got caught, he was like, "So do you want?" I'm like, "I want to watch TV." <laughs> yeah. That's what I wanted. Yep. Yep. I'm like. <laughs> Yep, that's exactly what he was. Yep. Um, this individual I don't know. I was just I was in a really I was in a really weird place in my life. Uh huh. That's usually when they pop up. Yeah. And I should have known something was up then, but my hormones are kind of raging a little bit too. <laughs> My hormones are raging a little bit. Oh, it was like, like you said it. That's the part I had to like wait a minute, hold up, back that up again. It was I'm like yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, but when it when the opportunity presented itself, I was uh-huh. like, nah. <laughs> I don't wanna, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I was, I, and I said that too. I did say that. I said, listen. The more I think about this, before he got here, I was like, the more I think about this, I don't really wanna. You shouldn't come because you're yeah. not gonna get anything. And he's like, but I still want to see you. And I was like, maybe another time when it's daylight. Yeah, no, it was not. (laughs) So it came on anyway. I just want a hug. You want a hug? Oh, my God. I remember those hugs that lasted four years. I was like, okay, well, I'll meet you outside. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) He's like, I can't come in? Like, no. No. Uh Well, long story short, 
he stayed the night. And uh-huh. well, I really wasn't expecting him to, but he fell uh-huh. asleep. He fell asleep in my house. Like, he fell asleep in my living room. Okay. And I just no kind of... No one of the people making it to the bedroom. Yeah, well... But what's uh-huh. so funny is, at first, like, I... <laughs> I was headed to my bedroom. I, 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 but go ahead. I, I was laughing because it was so funny. I was okay. sitting there, and he was lying there on the on the sofa, and I was peeping at him around the corner of my bedroom door. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make sure, is he really sleeping? I'm going to see what he's <laughs> Oh God! Okay, <clears throat> okay. And I did that for about twenty minutes. I think he's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's sleep sleep. I think he was in a deep sleep. He said that he I, he said that he was. He's like, that was your house is really comfortable. Aww. Yeah, what do you say? He's like, I've never done that before. Oh, okay. He wasn't trying to, you know, and he wasn't trying to do, be more than anything. He's like, yeah. well, that's and good. that's what, that's what, that's how he got in. That's 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 how he let my armor. That's how I let my armor down. Yeah. That's how he got yeah. me. That's how. Yeah, that's what they. Those rarities that. Okay, when they can tell. Okay, going this route. <laughs> She sees it. So plan B. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come up with plan B, plan C, plan D, E, F, G. All the way. And it was like, oh, yeah. For me, the more you show, okay, this isn't working. Let me try something else. That means you're putting in, it's sad, but it means you're putting in the effort because you want things to go well. It's not like you're just trying to get one particular thing. You're trying yeah. for things to go well with this person. Yeah. So, we, so for guys if listening, when you when you do, you see that, okay, I need to change it up, do something. We see that, and that mm-hmm. is hella attractive. Mm-hmm. It is so, it's so attractive to the point that is probably what gets you the kiss. That gets you the hug. That might get you even more than that because we see yep. the effort that you're putting in, not yep. what you're trying to get out. Exactly. And it That's and it gets you past the and it gets you past the armor, <laughs> somewhat. Oh yeah, it gets you. Yeah, it gets you closer to that one, that last piece. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The piece of the resistance. Yeah, the cookie. Well, no, no, I was saying the heart on the coochie are probably, no, if we good enough, like, you probably got to get, getting to that part. Now, the the best part of it, it's like, okay, you learn the opportunity to see what it's like. Now, to get the full effect of it, no, 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 that's, that's what that last bit is. Because yeah. Because that coochie can be dangerous, because it can make you, it'll make you come knocking on somebody's door when, because you you reminiscing in the back of your head. Hello. 
Yeah. It's nothing like having a, have you ever been somewhere and you had like, like a shock and, and you had, and your mind went back and you like, oh, ooh, where that come from? Uh-huh. Wonder what he doing. Well, I know where it came from. <laughs> I know exactly where it came from. Wonder what he, he doing. <laughs> oh, I know what he's doing because because I know when he going break, I know where he's going. Oh, I'm like, ooh. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. I I, I, I remember those. Yeah. And I, I remember. Okay. And the hard part is when you realize. It not it's happening to them too. That's yes. even fun. That's more that's, fun. Yes, it is. When you yeah. do something that they I mean is that caught them uh-huh. off guard. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then they call you or they call you or oh, they it's more than call. No 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 he was leaving. We we were dating, and uh-huh. he, and he left, and um, he was um he left, and he called me on the phone. <laughs> he was headed to the airport. Uh oh, and he was like, um, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to come back. Um. Uh, damn, I almost, I almost missed my plane. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Really? Like, I almost thought mm, I, I should stay another, another week or two. <laughs> well, yeah, been there, done that. <laughs> oh. Yep. It's a, it's a good thing, though. When you no, how about, how about this? Mm-hmm. That they stay, they driving around your job and you, and your, where you stay to try to catch you, see if you on break or you are, <laughs> or you need that ride home. <laughs> you get it off work. <sighs> no, I ain't never had that one. Oh. I did. I wasn't just popping. And I'm up. trying, and I could not keep a straight face. I'm just like, Mm-mm. really? Mm-mm. I'm well. like, okay. <laughs> I'm, okay. I was dating a guy, and um, it was a weekend. He was like, I'm, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come and see you for the weekend. And I was like. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, not this weekend. I got a lot of stuff to do. What? What? I'm I'm off. I'm <laughs> off. I don't, you know, I'm, what you got to do? I said, well, my mom wants me to help her do some things at her house. He's like, I got you. So he came a day early. Okay. And knocked up, came to my mom's house and said, what is it that you need done? Ooh. 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 Okay. What? Why is he here? He wants to help you speed this home. Let's, get this, let's, knock, let's knock this out. Okay, what yeah. can you get ahead? 
that's where I'm like, ooh, okay. Yeah, he was like, is there anything else you need, ma'am? Because we, 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 we're going to go. What? And she's like, what? No. Uh, we all going to go. Oh, I'm going to go to dinner. Mama knew. Let's get real. Mama knew. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all fish out. <laughs> what where y'all going? Oh, uh, uh, she knew. Ma'am? Because if yeah. he came and you you can tell by the way him coming and your expression and the vibes you were giving, yeah, that caught him. Oh, she knew. I was giving. Yeah. I was like, for real? He's like, I'll meet you at your mama house so I can help you get done so we can spend the weekend Go. together. Okay. Yeah. Those were the days. <laughs> oh, man, do I remember those days. Is the the memories and the laughter? Yes. Because I'm like, really? I'm like, if you can't make me laugh, mm. I don't. I can't. I can't. Like, if you can, I can't laugh. It's like it's up there with looks. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm like, I'm so, I'm so sarcastic. I'm, I mean, my mother knew I was sarcastic even in elementary. She knew she knew he was up the creek. So mm. it's in my DNA. But, mm. So I'm always going to be sarcastic, and it's going to come off kind of funny. Because mm. I don't make people laugh when I'm, not even, when, when I'm not even thinking about it or even trying. Mm-hmm. I honestly make people laugh at funerals. Oh, wow. What am I trying? Just telling people Ooh. don't I got on dark eyeliner, let's not get that let's not do the tears of a horror film. Let's mm. not go there. But yeah. So I need to because a lot I of times you have me cracking up. If you get me to crack a smile, yeah. Oh you're doing good. You're doing yes. so Because I... you won't get no fake laugh out of me. No, not at all. Cause if it's, I don't do that. No, mm. I, I think it's I unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Yeah. Be yourself. Be who you are. Some people they thinking it. They thinking it. You know, it's like breaking ice. I'm like, no. If it ain't, isn't funny. It's just like, okay, it's just, just you know, okay. You nod your head, whatever. But what's the funny? Don't laugh. Exactly. Mm-mm. And it, I don't know. It's, I think it's very important. You know, something that I, something else that I really enjoy, and it doesn't even right. have to do with sex. It's like just uh-huh. laying in the bed with your person and just talking. Yeah. It's just, that is, just being. Yeah, just that is top tier. Yeah. That, that's wonderful. If you can just, and you just laugh and have, have such a good time with each other. Yeah. And those moments where you don't even, where it's not even required that you talk, you're just, the both of you are just good, 
being near each other mm-hmm. and you don't even have to say anything nothing has to Not be a said. word yeah those moments are and chef you know, better yet, when you're trying to keep trying not to be obvious that y'all are, that you're even vibing with each other to a point to where you, we catch eyes and then you realize okay we got to stop catching eyes and yeah. look the other way and it's like who's gonna look stop looking who's gonna look the other way first because yeah. we stop yeah and i'm just well, like okay even when people still start talking to me and i'm still looking at the other person i'm like yeah yeah, yeah i remember those yeah or he looks at you and like what you staring at me for staring at you yes you are yeah i got the fiance <laughs> off of that one i ain't gonna lie it didn't happen but i got a fiance off of that because we were we both worked at an amusement park and we went in line for pay for our payroll uh-huh. and i was looking over this guy's shoulder i didn't even really pitch because it's a long line it's a bunch of just a bunch of different people mm-hmm. and he's like so i can't look at you and I was just like, well, I was looking over that way, but since you mentioned it, why are you looking at me? Exactly. Yeah, that last, yeah. <laughs> that was not, yeah. Yep. That's the beginning of a crazy relationship where people were shook. To the point where... Where he would take, we would go on dates after we get off work, and he would step, wouldn't let me walk through the parking lot. He had me wait for him to drive up for me to get in the car mm-hmm. and open the door. There's a rose there, and I turn my head. And he's like, "Look," and we see eight different people got their mouths dropped. He's like, "What the hell?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that's funny. Let's go." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That made me remind me Shiver is not dead. But that was it so long not, ago. It is not dead. I, I, it's I, not I, dead I, at I, all. Uh, maybe there. But over here, it's on life, over here it's like it's on life support. <laughs> um, I think it just depends on the on the individual. I know, and I can't find them. That's why it's on freaking life support. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. It's just like, I'm like, okay. And people are like, why are you still single? Because I'll take the time, and I'll put myself out there. I see what's out there. I go back into into hiding, because I'm like, no, mm -mm. it's not time yet. Mm -mm." My cubbyhole, that's what I call it. I go in my cubbyhole. Cause I'm yeah. like, it's like I go, I I put myself out there, and I'm just like, and it just comes back. I just come back. And I'm like, Jesus, fix it, fix it. Mm-mm, that's not it. No, 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 no. Hey, I've seen people in their sixties and eighties uh, get married. I'm like, I still got time, but I'm because I'm like, no, that, mm-mm. no, 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 no. You still have time. But yeah, it's it, chivalry is still it's still alive. Yeah, it's, it's there. I see. I I get to hear about it. I just have I just haven't got the chance to experience it. I yeah. miss it. Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's, I just it's 
authentic chivalry at that. Yes. Yes. The authentic mm-hmm. chivalry. I should mm-hmm. I should make clear. The yeah. authentic. And uh, I I personally miss I have to say, I miss being a wife. I miss being a wife because um I uh I got to take care of him and like I cooked and I I did those things that that I thought that a wife you know, that I always oh I'm too a wife should do. Yeah. And I did them and I enjoyed them, but at the same time it was also um I enjoy just having that male energy around. Mm-hmm. It's just something about having male energy um yeah. around. And it's authentic. Yes. It's like that's one like, yeah, I can say I miss having a partner. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I don't know about the marriage aspect, but just to have mm-hmm. that partner to where it, mm-hmm. To a certain degree, we don't we don't have to say okay okay she's having a bad day mm-hmm. okay let's 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 get let's let's find the reels I know she's gonna make her laugh mm-hmm. put a smile on her face mm-hmm. it's just like those just that that person that knows you that wants yes. to and wants to be there yes not feeling like they have to be. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Absolutely. It, that's a, it's a beautiful feeling. Um, mm-hmm. I know, because I have to share it. I just, there's just no one I want to share it with because it's not authentic. Yeah. Not what I've seen out there. Yeah. Not, I have not gotten to experience the authentic. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of people are uh, they come they come with their own agendas. Yeah, and their agendas usually uh, the bed. And I'm just like, bro, if we even went there, you would not be able to handle that. <laughs> that's it. Well, you yeah. will turn into a stalker. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I tell people, you know, um, my husband, he was, <clears throat> he was a man's man, but he was very mm-hmm. well taken care of. I took very good care of him. Um, yeah. In all aspects, you know, yeah. so. Because um, for a female, when we have our person and yeah. we know we have our person, yeah. we do everything for our person. Yeah. We exactly. do things that we don't that they don't even want us to do. But we're yeah. doing it because we know it takes a load off of them. Yep. That's what we do for our person. Yep. Absolutely. And I'm like I have no problem doing that. Mm-hmm. Being that. Just mm-hmm. like you have to put I have I have a record to where people have to, from my personality, you have to pull me back to stop me from doing it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, when my niece, when she got married, she had to ban me off her freaking registry. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, Lord. Yeah, she was that bad? No, it was like, because at the beginning, I was going to do a, get, give them a trip for a wedding gift. Okay. So, but COVID was, it was ending, but it was, you know, it wasn't, wouldn't have been a good idea. It just wasn't going to work out. Yeah. So, I decided I was going to get stuff off that registry. And, but nobody was, nobody was buying anything. It wasn't, there wasn't stuff taking, being taken off the registry or saying purchased. Yeah. So, and I knew that they were going to be opening stuff after the wedding. Mm-hmm. And I'm the type, that's my niece. She's going to have some stuff to open. Exactly. So the first thing I t- took care of it was the backyard. I got the barbecue pit. Got to, you know, hook up the groom. I got the patio furniture, you know, umbrella, the tables. Like, do that. This is what you want. Okay, got you. Still, every something. I'm checking every, almost every toy. I'm checking. Nobody's doing nothing. I'm like, um, somebody better fix this because I'll be damned. Mm-hmm. So, I put more stuff on the cart. <laughs> My niece every now and then telling me, "Why don't you say give people time to get some?" I'm, I'm giving them time. They need to hurry no. up. I'm like, you got a list of I don't know to what amount. I mean, she got cheap stuff on there, but she got a mix of everything. Yeah. And no, and it was like she got she, she knew. I was going to definitely get her something for the kitchen. I'm like, okay, I got your kitchen. Cool. See stuff? Okay, you want this dual shower head? I'm like, good, because my knee's short, but her husband's tall. Got you. Mm-hmm. But take, take, there you go. I'm like, just, I'm just knocking stuff off. I get down to where I give her, I think the last thing I got for her was a Dutch oven. And I wanted to, I was like, I want to go back and get it get it for myself. So that was when I, that's what made me go back to retreat and I realized I got banned. I couldn't get back on that stuff. <laughs> you got banned. I'm like, how, I always, why? I always get these messed up titles. I can say I got banned off of a wedding registry. Mm. I got 25 things off this freaking thing. Mm. I'm like, That's a good problem to have. Like, I didn't even do one. Because, well, because and she was like, she was like, I was giving people, I'm like, I'm giving people time. Um, I left stuff on them before you banned me. <laughs> yeah, I got banned from a wedding registry. Yeah. I have friends that she announced that she was pregnant. I'm like, okay, glad you're back. She was like, I've had to bend you because you would have put everything on that. I'm like, let you do stuff in the baby. I'm like, girl, please, you trust me. You didn't know what, what kind of trip y'all was about to send you on. So I'm like, because I was thinking either Paris or like Puerto Rico. Oh, wow. I was, yeah, I I was not doing no going to Orlando. Again. No, no, I was because I know she's been to Paris before, but I didn't know if he went. So I was like, okay, maybe change that to where 
somewhere further where I don't think neither one of them went. So I was going. So I'm gonna so, remember you when I get married again, so I can put. <laughs> uh, yeah, you gonna block me off of your registry too? I know. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. You say that like you say that like I never got blocked from a registry before. <laughs> no, I won't block you. And then the killer part it. for me, the killer part for me was my dingy self. I'm thinking all my stuff is a surprise. I forgot about the registry has notified her what she gets so she can do her thank you notes. So she mm-hmm. knew every freaking thing I got. Mm-hmm. Like, son of a freaking. <laughs> That's Bobby a good problem to have. That's a blessing. She, oh, she I, she had a good she had a good problem until she blocked me. I'm like, girl, really? You you blocked me right when you could have got the Apple TV. Damn. Oh, the Apple TV! Oh my God, we didn't do a, we didn't do a wedding registry because we didn't really need anything. We, we well, just, they were new they were new homeowners they got new homeowners. Yeah. And they were, they, they were, they, cause like they lived together. They had their, you know, first apartment, but they got their first house. And then yeah. she was like, after she was like, I had to, cause it was like, I didn't, cause to let the, you know, the baby come in. It's like I only want you to spend on your money. I'm like, girl, trust me, I didn't. Then when I told her, I told her you were going abroad. The trip was not Orlando. <laughs> he was like, all you could do was laugh. I'm like, yeah, you you screwed yourself. You know that, right? She was thinking I was going to do, I don't need no baby registry. I, no, 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 no. We're not going to, you fooled me once. You did it with the wedding. You're not fooling me twice. I ain't talking about no damn baby registry. I, I don't do this on my own. I, I did a baby registry. Uh, my friend had a baby registry, and I think that, I, she had twins at the time, and she mm. pregnant with twins. And I, we didn't know if she was having a boy, two boys, or two girls, or a boy and a girl. We didn't know what she was having. So right. we were like, "What are we gonna do? What am I gonna get you?" She had so much green and yellow stuff; it was ridiculous. Oh my goodness! Man. Yeah, no, and she she was having a girl. Okay. But even even then, I'm like, because this is like, I knew this was going to be a COVID baby. I'm like, you know what? Let me me go ahead and get started because I need something to do while I'm at work. I'm just like, no. So I'm getting all the boxes. I'm getting the wife. Are you in the the warm thing? All the warm warm wife. The bottle warmer, the she stopped me from getting the uh the gene, the diaper genie. I'm like whatever. So I'm like, genie, all the different types of the lotions, the baby spoils, the out. I, I did enough to work. Let's put it this way: you know where a couch, the height of a couch, mm-hmm. and then you have that big, the big. You know when you get that big art above the couch. Mhm. My pop, my stock pile was up there to the to the artwork. Halfway. Oh wow! I ain't need more about no freaking. Dr. That was Man. just the first baby. She only had one. Oh, Lord. Um, you 
Because I want to make sure they stayed in that freaking house. There's no reason for you to come out of that house. Yeah. Even in my even in my, my power stuff, I made sure that yeah, I got different um gift cards for different restaurants and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, there was diapers of all different sizes and different phases and I picked out all different kind of shoes. And like even to this day that that kid still going still hasn't worn some of the stuff I got her. I'm like she has she has she's two now. She's got a, she got what, about another two more years to work to to, to grow into a, a trench coat that I got her. <laughs> you got the baby a trench coat, girl. Oh. girl I got that child, I had that child's sneaker collection before she was able to put on her shoe. Wow. Oh, stop it. Well, let me end the show because we about to run out of time. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't get a chance to talk about. Who the fuck that I'm get? Who the fuck that I married? That was, no. that was. We can do that one on. We can do that because that one is one all all on its own. Because there was so much BS. I'm sorry on both parts, and that's to the point where when you talk about flags, she had soon as that's what I said. I read into the first paragraph of hearing about it. I'm like, I saw so many flags in there. I'm like. You stupid. Well, she you said that. She, she said it was like she said that um it's the red flag of of uh what did she call it? Something the flag when of saying that he was a football player but worked at Apple. Really? Yeah. But he worked first he was he was a VP, he was a distribution manager. Or something. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. But no. then when you look at him, though, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna have to come back mm-hmm. to that because I. Yeah, that's, a, um, that's, a, that's a that's a series all by itself. It is a show by itself. It is a show by itself. I agree. I just wanted to hit on it and talk, you know, talk about it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, but but it's like, that's what I feel like it. We need more people on it because if you don't go by me, just by my mouth alone, it's like no. We need because yeah. we need other guys, we, especially for the guy. Even though <laughs> he, he did what, but we need a guy to be able to explain why this guy would even try this because like what he saw to where okay he thought whether he knew that this would work. Because obviously, much as she's saying, like, how, you know, how the, you know, about marriage, you dealt, even though you saw the flesh, you still continued. Yeah. And I, so, and I get that. I, 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 no, that's what I, I understand. That's why I started having a guy on to help, to give a better view for, to listeners to understand, to understand why, the, why he, he was able to get past those red flags. Um, yeah, I, 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 guess what you, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I, and I respect the fact that um, Risa Tisa, she took accountability for her actions and, or her inactions. I like the fact that, yeah, she, she missed, okay, there were some things that she looked past that she shouldn't have looked past. Mm-hmm. We've, all, we've all done it. Yeah. But when it gets, 
But when it gets to that extreme, it, it makes it hard to be like for you to be talk to talk to Don about the other person <laughs> when you let it get to that extreme. For me. Yeah. I, I mean I, that's a that means a lot of and, and I and I have a I have a story <laughs> that, that to explain why I feel that way. It's from okay. experience. Okay. That's why. We're gonna have to go we're gonna have to come back to that one because I, I yeah. I really wanna talk about it because I think it's a good and I love the way that she did it. Like a lot of people yeah. have had problems with it. They said that it was too long. And I'm like, but it's like a it's audio a lot, book. a lot to take in. That's a lot I mean, that was that's a lot to experience and to to deal with emotionally. It's not gonna so it's not gonna come out in a fifteen in a five fifteen minute read. It's not no. gonna come out like two, two little videos. It's no, that's not that's at a all. Lot to take not no, not at all. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm proud that she. I'm glad that now she's getting her opportunity to go to Paris and London, London and Paris, however you want to say it. Um, you know, I know that it was it was some some stuff in there that um, it's like, come on, sis, really for real? I get it. I do, but I can also understand that where you are at a certain point in your life, you um, you can fall prey to that because that's well, what and I and I look at it from that point of view for me because I know yeah I see that point of view but that's why I say I for me I mm-hmm. have a backstory for, for my views and it's like because. Mm-hmm. It goes on the level of how sneaky they can be to where yeah. how to get past to where they know that they're pulling they're coming up to where okay this this automatically going to seem like a red flag but they find a way to get around it yeah where it makes itself more believable yeah and it's also about just what you want to believe in yourself as that as that woman what she wanted to believe but yeah we'll definitely come back to it um but like i said we can you were right you did not come week. on huh you were right he did not come on you lucky little devil <laughs> i told you he wasn't i told you he wasn't because i think that he the last time that he came on and he um I think he realized that we were talking about real stuff and that he wasn't going to fit, but now he might be back, though. Um, I'll be ready. He was, he was Joe. We were talking about our resident <laughs> heckler. I call him a heckler. Well, you know, he don't give have enough me- me- mentality to even say heck. But... Yeah. Yeah. That's what he is. When you weren't thinking, we weren't thinking about him popping up, he popped up, and I'm just like, I knew it. Yeah. I, and I, I said it, I knew it. I got a little heat from it, 
and when I say little, I mean it didn't phase me, but I was just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But no, somebody don't, don't told come, don't come um, no, that ain't gonna work. Somebody told Lady T that um that he flustered me that day that that night he came on when we had uh warrior well, he, yeah, he and flustered like, you or we flustered you he flustered me he he flustered <laughs> me she told and i was like she's like no he didn't fluster her she was just trying to get rid of his behind and i was and i didn't even mean to bring him on mm-hmm. that was the thing i didn't mean to bring him online so i know because the last time the guy that you had on he wanted to talk to him like I, I was like, no, you don't, no, 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 you don't. no, you don't. Yeah, that's what I said. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. I, I, I said I wanted to interview. I wanted to interview him. Who warrior? Yeah. Yeah, you should. He's um, he's a really cool guy. He's a really cool man. So yeah, I like to interview you guys. Yeah, he's in Boston. Um, I can I can give you his um contact info. Yeah. And um yeah. reach out to him. Yeah, I'm sure he would, Yeah, he would love to hear from you. Um and especially with you doing um poetry. So he would love to do that. <clears throat> and he's a good I've I've on his social media I've heard him, and when I heard him do um, Art Without Ego, that was was the show, yeah, that was the show that he was on, Art Without Ego. Um, It's based in Boston as well, so. um, so, No, I think I know the show. Oh, you know that guy? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's really cool. He's really, he seems like a really cool guy. Um, he really, I follow, he, he follow his. Really cool. Mhm. Yeah, he is. He's very, he's very passionate, and I like that. Um, I like that about Warrior. He's very passionate about what he says and what he believes in, and I like that. I like when someone is. That passionate about their, you know, they yeah. have, yeah, they can speak with about yeah. their creativity and don't mm-hmm. hold back. Mhm, mhm, exactly. And um, his his poetry is very is is like him as as a matter of fact. It's very passionate and it's very um. I'm not gonna say in your face, but it's very passionate. And it and he doesn't hide away from the emotion that comes with his spoken word. So I really it's like uh, it's blunt. It is visual. Yes. Very much so. Very much okay. so. Yeah. I um I wish I I'm hoping that if I ever make it to Boston that I could have the opportunity to see him um live and then I may try to later on in the year I'm going to do a poetry show and um, um, see if he wants to participate in that. So we may hear Warrior again. And um, I yeah. definitely want to get um, a 
wordmetician. I want to get her because she is so freaking dope. I I I love her. Like I've only I've only talked to her twice, but the few times that I talked to her, she was so dope. And um, yeah, I really enjoy conversing with her. So. Yeah, she. Yes, and I love her work too. I want. I can't wait to where uh, she submits more work to the magazine. Mhm. Yeah, she's um she's very busy, and I mm-hmm. I love that. I love that she's very busy, and she's also very passionate about what she does and um where she speaks and how she speaks, and I I admire that. I admire that. Okay, y'all. So it's the weekend, baby. I think y'all were listening to another episode of my voice did pretty good of Night Talks with Sasha. I want y'all to have a great weekend. Be safe out there. And uh, we will see you again on another Friday. Definitely stay tuned for um, the shows that are coming up. You will find it on my social media. Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We ain't too good with the TikTok yet, but maybe we working. We working. We working. Okay, okay. But yeah, thank you again for listening to another episode of Night Talks with Sasha. Um, I want to thank my guest, Deidre Gibbs, CEO and editor of HPS Magazine out of Houston, Texas. So, Deidre, tell everybody where they can find you. I always let people do that. I like for people to tell where they can find find you, you in your find, You can find me at hpsmagazine.com, or you can find me on Facebook or even Instagram. And if you want to email or submit or have a topic that you want to talk to me about, you can always email me at DeidreGibbs406 at gmail. All right. Thank you. So thank you for coming on tonight. It was a good conversation. I like when two passionate people have a good conversation. I hope that everybody else realized it's nothing but love. You know, we ain't mad at each other. It's love. So very, very much so. Very much so. No, so. We both celebrate it and, and talk. want to get up, talk up, get, get up voices across. Exactly. That's all it is. So nothing bad going on there in that situation. Um, so again, have a good night. Um, stay tuned for the interview that's coming open. That's coming up. Coming open. Well, I am coming open. I am going to be open. Just uh, everything is going to be out there. And um, oh boy. I, you don't, yeah, you part of that too. I already know what to expect from you, Miss Gibbs. Um, and stay tuned for Unique, who's coming on later on in March for Juicy Peaches and um, the Supersize Your Life Expo and a lot of other things that she's got going on. We're going to talk to her and get her on air as well. Next week, we may do. Um, part two of the rundown topic and talk about who the fuck did I marry. 
um, Risa Tisa. Now, you know, Deidre, I'm already trying to get Risa Tisa on the show, don't you? Okay, cool. I am. I'm trying. I'm trying to get her. I'm trying to get her. Yeah, and this comes on, I'm like, I'm, I'm all for it. I am I'm too. Like, so, no, so, I know you are too, because I'm like, hopefully she hear what, what I can say. So I'm like, pretty, pretty, but sister to sister, that's all it is. Exactly. Yeah, to support to support our to support each other, we don't always have to agree, but no. if we're going to be supportive, we can to support the good side and the bad we can exactly. say, okay, this was bad, but but just because that bad don't don't outweigh the positive. Exactly. So, absolutely. But you're not being true if you don't if you don't talk about the negative. True. Absolutely, I agree. Because there's always that aspect of a conversation when you're having a conversation. I agree. All right, y'all. Thank you again for listening. Hope you have a great weekend, and we'll catch you next week for another episode of Night Talks with Sasha. I am a young girl, Yeti, Sasha. And as always, baby, let's talk about it. Okay.